0: Elizabeth, welcome to Radio Wolf. Great to talk again about One World Bearing Witness. You want to share what you are doing this year in One World Bearing Witness?
1: Mm -hmm. Thanks, Thomas. It's great to be here and to uh, speak about this annual event that you and I both host um, that is a a global ritual and this year we're we're we have invited people who are truly sitting in some of the the troubles of the world and who are really catalyzing these these troubles who are uh working to create change and we invited we've invited them to share with us their prayers for the world the prayer their prayers for the particular situation that they are working with, whether it's climate change or democracy or um, even the missing and murdered uh, Native American girls in, in Canada, that the Balkans, the historical, um, the intergenerational trauma in the Balkans, these things that are deep within the fabric of, of our, our social global world these fractures, these fragments, these, these places of division. And we're asking the people who engage with these to share what their hope is, what their, what their intention is, what their, their prayer is for the world to come.
0: You're calling this a, a global ritual, and you developed this how many years ago now? Seven. Seven years ago and this is something that we do together on the internet on zoom with people around the globe and a global ritual uh, sounds uh, something uh, new and how could one imagine how a global ritual is possible what is that a global ritual
1: well i mean what is a ritual? Uh, a, a, a ritual is a, a, an intentional, uh, ceremonial offering to, to that which is beyond us, whether that is whatever you call that, the mystery of life, uh, great spirit, God, whatever it is that one holds most sacred, life itself, that it is a a, a a deliberate, ceremonial offering from the deepest part of oneself. Mm-hmm. And so a global ritual is something that we haven't had really much of before, because we've done ritual within our particular context, within our religion. We you know, First Holy Communion in the, in the Catholic Church or uh, uh, different, different uh, rituals in the, the, I would say the Japanese tea ritual, that we have different, different uh, experiences of ritual in different contexts. But we're now living in a world where our contexts are rubbing up against each other where we are uh, not simply aware of our own world and our own uh, cultural and religious uh, context, but we're, we're, we're now, we're a whole, we're part of a whole. And a global ritual is trying to bring together the, the practices, the approaches, the calling, to that which is beyond, that come from different places on the earth, and that that are celebrated in different ways. Mm-hmm. Last year, for example, we had um, an iboga I practitioner or iboga practitioner who said, "You can't make change without being happy," and. She did. She and her 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 um, her people did a a a very exuberant dance. That's a ritual. A ritual for healing, transforming, changing. That that which is to make it more whole, more holy, uh, more wholesome.
0: I find. The whole concept of virtual something very fascinating because honestly uh, a long time in my life I had a very skeptical or even more than skeptical relationship to rituals and I think that's part of our generation that we kind of um, broke away liberated us from the r- traditional rituals of our cultural backgrounds maybe Christian Catholic in my in my, in my way or or whatever and we kind of developed an anti ritualistic approach, where we just meet as adult human beings. And in the recent mm-hmm. years, I we found that interesting enough, the younger generation mm-hmm. starts to have a new interest in rituals, and I was puzzled by that. Why, why all of a sudden? Well, what is this about? What, what is ritual about? So I started to think more, again, what ritual is about. And I think you touched on it in in, in a profound way already because ritual is something that you don't talk about. It's something that you do even if you talk and you create something by doing certain things that opens up a certain space of meaningfulness. You also could call it sacredness or whatever words one chooses, but it is something that, opening a space and it's closing a space and by relating to this space something is transmitted which i find um very interesting because it's also against our usual cognitive way of how we do things it's more how we are with each other how we are with nature how we are with earth how we are with the sacred and to do this together with the new technological possibilities with people Uh, distributed around this globe, and connected via something like zoom, uh, I had a lot of, in the meantime, quite some profound experiences that I would call ritual experiences by stepping into something, acknowledging something, honoring something that I experienced as a shared meaningfulness, that um, made a difference in my life. And I think it makes a difference how we are together on this globe.
1: Right. Well, I think we don't usually walk through life with, uh, uh, an awareness of the whole of which we're part. Mm. That's part of our individualism. It's also a part of the history of human consciousness that we don't hold that awareness. Um, we don't have that capacity yet, but a, uh, a a ritual like this, where people from around around the around this globe who have very different ways of creating access to that which is, as you called it, most meaningful or sacred or uh, yeah, that probably covers it. Um, that 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 one comes away with a sense of of being part of something that is much larger than oneself and that in terms of culturally, humanly, but also in terms of, of, of it taps into the beyond that we are, that, that every culture has some story about that, that which is beyond that, which is bigger than that, which holds us, so one, one comes away from an experience like this global ritual with a much expanded sense of connectedness to the human beings and their traditions and their traditions of, of seeking meaningfulness and sacredness and and discovering it in different ways and, and also to that which is meaningful and, and sacred itself. And I I find both of those to be very important for us at this time. And as you said, the uh, generations behind us are recognizing more and more that, that our relationship to that which is greater than ourselves, just simply the biosphere, if you want to even make it that concrete, is or, or whatever one, one calls it, or however one recognizes it, that, 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 that something is, is missing in human life if we are missing ways of connecting to that.
0: This year, uh, the way you uh, designed this global ritual, One World Bearing Witness, which we do for 24 hours uh, on the computers together on Zoom with people from all different continents. You focused on something that is even more peculiar or you focused on prayer. Mm-hmm. And even more than ritual, or maybe it's the same. Uh, prayer feels a little fallen out of time, at least for many of us. It's something that I know, we know, uh, traditional cultures too, But even modern spiritual people, uh, they meditate. We meditate, or we have consciousness practices. Um, praying, uh, there is a certain subset of people who does that, but it's kind of definitely doesn't have the same popularity like meditating to pray. Because uh, who do you pray to? To then you you immediately need a. A Dao. So, uh, or are we all of a sudden in a theistic context where we pray to the Catholic God again, or to Allah, or or, or to the spirits? Or... So, this 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 whole concept of praying. There's a lot of people who, who feel funny about it. Uh, why praying?
1: Well, I I think it it is a it is a practice that cuts across. Um, it cuts across uh, uh, traditions i mean you have praying in the sense that you're speaking about it primarily which is in in the the christian church or in in a one of the great book religions that there are forms of prayer and you pray and uh and and often we and we have become very disconnected from the 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 meaning of the words that, that that have we're we're praying or in those contexts or People like us are not uh, um, beholden to the God, to the Christian God, in the same way that people were hundreds of years ago, and that some people still practice. But it's it's also, I think, this came from uh, from uh, recognizing that indigenous cultures speak of prayer also, mm-hmm. and they speak of prayer as as um something that that one one holds that one has a prayer in one's life or maybe maybe a sequence of prayers that there are things in in life that one is uh has an intention towards Mm -hmm. and i would also relate all of there's all kinds of new age practices and also psychological psychologically uh, successful and robust practices around intention. You know, I wake in the, up in the morning and I set my intention for the day. That doesn't seem to be, that's not theistic, but that's a prayer. Mm-hmm. That's that aligning my intention with something that is uh, my my desire for the future. And by that, I Often prayer is also has also been diminished by uh, simple petition prayer, petitionary prayer, like to make fun of it. Um, you know, dear God, will you give me a, a, a new car? you know that that kind of that kind of praying for things or praying for for certain kinds of, of outcomes. I mean we all do that actually, you know um, in, in a certain way, but but in a bigger way to, to, to go deeply into what is one's purpose for being here and to hone one's capacity to perceive one's unique purpose and to place one's intention behind that, that's a prayer. Mm-hmm. That's the prayer that one brings into life. And, and I would say and I, that, that in, in a certain way, whether we're conscious of it or not, each of us is living a prayer. There mm-hmm. is something expressed by our our very existence that is, is an intention for the future, is an intention for life. And it may be something that is uh, as close as one's own health or the health of one's loved ones, or it could be something um, something more like the health of the planet mm-hmm. or or for peace, or for healing trauma, or for celebrating life. To be a walking celebration of life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a powerful prayer.
0: It's interesting that you are emphasizing the aspect of intention, because I, I would have gone a different way when when I think or contemplated uh, meditation, I can see that aspect. But what comes to me first is the expression of relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pray, to pray is an expression of relationship to something in a, a respectful or even a loving way. And where if, it, if you have a relationship to the divine, let's say, and you relate to the divine and it doesn't even have to come in a uh, language of of thou it's just relating to the divine you open up to something that's beyond um, my separate self sense Mm -hmm. and you you honor the embeddedness or the relatedness and just being in this relationship and honoring this relationship changes something in the way i am in the world and maybe that's where your intention comes in because it also expresses my intention, how I want to be in the world, or my intentions for the world, or my intentions for someone, something for others. But what I find powerful in this posture of prayer is my conscious being related to something that are is worth to be related to that's more than my mundane relationship to the tasks I have to do or whatever. It's uh, my related to something yeah, divine is a is, is, is a good word for that. And it changes the way I, I show up in life. If I cultivate this relationship, maybe that's a good point of it that prayer is also the cultivation of relationship.
1: I guess I I I I uh, I I wonder about then the need for a thou, hmm. that then one is in relationship to something or someone, and uh, if in 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 that case it 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 often yeah then one is, then what is one what is one praying to is it an entity is it a I mean, you, you get back into very theistic ways of, of thinking or, or framing prayer. And I think that, that um, the, the divine is, 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 a, is a good start, but I would even say it's that which is bigger than us, that which is unknown to us, mm-hmm. that which is ungraspable to life itself. And I think that there's uh, a lot of prayer these days that is happening to life or to the life that the life force that is bigger than ourselves, rather than to a divine being or a divine sense of divinity per se. And um, I, I, I think with it, with intention, it does beg the question, who are you, who or to what are you in intending, or what, 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 what is it that here's your intention, or that 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 uh, that that assists you in your attention? Um, but but I, I I think that the the act of intending, and 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 one can go very deeply into that, the act of 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 holding an intention, and. And giving oneself over to something larger in that um is a uh is is a a way of of engaging with prayer that doesn't doesn't get into the the difficulties of um theism Mm
0: -hmm. maybe the way you put it also to uh, the relationship to something bigger than myself or is an interesting uh, point in this because it is this opening to something uh, bigger than me, and also deeply meaningful, uh, being embedded in something deeply meaningful. And that can be seen in all different kind of ways of looking at it in different metaphysics or in different religious belief or spiritual spiritual beliefs. Or modern modernist uh, uh, scientific understanding of reality, but it is this opening as a as a practice that I find powerful to do this together, because usually uh, the way how we walk through the world, we, we through the world, we, we we are kind of open to our tasks, open to uh, what we want to achieve. There is this kind of instrumental relationship that's very often dominating our sense of reality and us and the relationship to reality. And in this posture, we acknowledge something bigger than that, Mm -hmm. more profound than that. And doing this, doing this prayer, or, uh, or being in this posture in this opening, is a practice of opening up. Yeah. And in that sense, it has an impact, how we see the world and how we show up in the
1: world. Well it's interesting because you mentioned instrumentalism, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That that and and which is what what I would say is part of the issue with petition prayer, petitionary prayer. You know, I, I I'm doing this in order to get something. But in in many ways, prayer is asking to become an instrument. Mm-hmm. You know, can I become an instrument for this that I perceive as as my purpose in in relationship to this where we are on earth at this moment in time can I can you can can I be helped? Can I be uh, uh, opened more deeply mm-hmm. to be able to give myself more fully to that which I feel is or I see as as my my reason, my most meaningful reason for being alive, mm-hmm. and uh, in this day and age, those reasons are often related to things that are quite um, that have a lot of division and suffering attached to them, but the 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 intention is to bring wholeness and joy mm-hmm. to heal,
0: to transform.
1: Mm-hmm
0: that uh, that, uh, that shows me also the, uh, the word intention in a different light uh, than I heard you heard you before. Because the way I, I I hear this now is that it is my intention to open up to this other mm. to open up to this uh, wholeness that you are talking about. And even acknowledging that uh, quite often the way we walk through life, we are not that open. We Quite often, what we're cultivating and what our culture is cultivating, and we with the culture, is this instrumental relationship, mm-hmm. where we are ends to our own ends, or even just ends to basically an optimi- optimizing a system of exchange that uh, uh, that we have created with economy and culture and politics. But it, 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 there is not this opening to this wholeness, aliveness profoundness that we can meet in. And in that sense, to also touch another aspect of what one world bearing witness is about. It is a form of activism. Mm-hmm. And it is a form of activism by leaning into this together. That's maybe a, a, a big, a big thing to say, but I, I, I do believe believe leaning in this together, we change us in our culture.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: It it is in itself an active, uh, an active deed, that really uh, creates an impulse that has the the power to change how we dive into culture and how we co create culture. In that form, it's a form of activism.
1: Mm -hmm. I I see this very much as as a form of if you want to call it subtle activism, to which is the title of David Nichols' book, which mm-hmm. documents how prayer and and these kinds of ritual uh, engagements in in with among groups of people create a, a shift in the environment in terms of less violence, less criminality, uh, and all kinds of things. It, it, his book on subtle activism. Or you can call it sacred activism, which is a word that we're more comfortable with, um, in terms of that it's it's relating to that which is most precious, most meaningful, mm-hmm. um, and 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 almost unexpressibly, um, I guess unexpressibly meaningful. Mm-hmm. That it touches us. That it is that which touches us. Um, Deeply, and I, I, I think I've got a little friend here that is flying around my 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 face, um, and I, I think that uh, the this this activism I, I think particularly when we look at the global situation and we look at the people that we're bringing together, that this 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 global ritual sits at the nexus of. Of change making activism, and uh, and 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 wholeness. It's 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 a a way of bringing wholeness and healing to things that are are in the way of our being able to live together on this planet in a way that is healthy and wholesome. And I think that that uh, the The, the, the point of, of, of the act, of, of this activism is to create space in human consciousness for, for us to be together in a different way that Mm -hmm. is coming from that wholeness, that is rooted in that, that, that preciousness of life. And, the which is the the action because if you look at most of the problems that we're facing on this planet, from the climate to uh, uh, yeah to prejudice or, or racism, they're they're problems that that exist in our our souls and with our will. They're not problems that are about how do we technically resolve, you know, solve the issue of, of, uh, carbon in you know, carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. It, it, it's not about, it's not about that. We know how to fix it, but we just aren't doing it. And we, and a, a global ritual like this tries to create a space in consciousness where, where these things can be, can be seen and held in wholeness, Mm-hmm. and in that there's something that shifts that is how healing happens and we're trying to take a tiny healing step in looking holding these 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 different uh different examples of of transformation and the potential of transformation and the pain that it is rooted in um but but more deeply rooted in in wholeness, we're trying to to bring that together to create this space in human consciousness for something transformative to happen mm. of, it's it's obviously it's a tiny step we're gonna be taking mm. but but it's it's a step
0: part of i I'm every single time again excited about doing this one world back witness and we do other global rituals in that way also It's because I see this uh, as, an, as an experiment, how we can come together on a global scale in an open society doing something or redoing something that we as humanity did for uh, since the, our ancestors did it from the beginning in the Shama, in indigenous shamanic cultures, we did it in the traditional cultures of the religions of the Axel ages. Uh, we did it in different forms. We came together in rituals to purify ourselves, to heal ourselves and to relate to whatever we, experienced as being the sacred dom- domain. And we've we created all these forms of rituals in all different ways all over the world in all different forms. But we always did that. Mm. And our technological modernistic time kind of eradicated that uh, we, we, we don't do this anymore. And it seems to be something that we are really suffering from that we as a culture have not found ways how we can do this together. And this, it's difficult. uh, Also, in a, in a pluralistic, open society, how can we do this uh, in a form that also uh, connects us and doesn't divide us. So this is also an experiment, how we can do rituals in a form where we honor our diversity, where we also honor people from different backgrounds, secular backgrounds, indigenous backgrounds, traditional backgrounds, but find ways how we can open up the space that you're talking about. And we're experimenting with this, like others are experimenting with this, but I really think establishing new forms of global rituals is something that our culture needs.
1: Mm, I think so too. I think so too. And, and uh, I was very deeply touched by the resonance that this that uh, doing a meditation and prayer ritual to include prayer and invite people to share their deepest prayer for that which they're working on in 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 change making um, how 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 what resonance was was there for that and I think that that has to do with what you're saying that we're there's a need in us to uh, connect with with that this space this space of 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 that which is larger than us this mystery this this that that brought us here that has 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 created us that our relationship to to that wholeness of which we're a part um people are are excited about about bringing their prayer into that space. Mm -hmm. And that's our job. Our job as hosts and everyone who participates, all of our job is to create a space to hold these prayers. And so we have Esther Stanford Zose offering prayers for planetary repair, planet repair. Her work is on decolonial reparations. The prayer is for planet repair. Um, we have Gail Bradbrook, the co-founder of XR, Extinction Rebellion, praying for humanity to weave together into its wholeness. And she herself is, is a radical climate activist. So there, are the, the the work and the dream, the work and the vision, the work and the intention, are 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 what we're we're looking to hold in this space from all different places in the world in order to create uh, a container for these 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 prayers to be heard and held and made made possible
0: so the people that you invite to join uh, this uh, probably mm-hmm. hundred, maybe th- thousand people are uh, global in a global context to join us here. What do you want them to join with? How do you want them to show up? What do you want them to engage with?
1: Well, I, I think uh, I think that that this is a space that is co created the space that, that, that we are, we're asking people to co-create a, a, a depth, which is why we include silent meditation, so that there is, in, in silence, that there is this uh, a, a space created that, that, goes in, in, that goes between and beyond and through us. Um, and also to bring your own prayer you know and to ask yourself what is the prayer i am living what is the what is the intention that i have in my life for change or transformation or healing or wholeness what is that what is it that motivates me most deeply and it's in it's it's to bring that we will have a a, a, a center a ritual in the center of these 24 hours that we're gonna be hosting for a, a communal prayer where people can speak their prayers if they, if they desire. So you bring your prayer and you, you uh, create the space in your own heart to open to the prayers of, of others for wholeness and transformation and celebrating life on this planet.
0: When you said to prepare the space in your heart, do you also want people to prepare this space in the environment?
1: <laughs> yes, that's always a good idea. That that to, um And we, if you sign up for for the event, we will send you a guide and and that speaks to things like this, how to prepare your your environment. You know. Can, Many of us have our own personal altars, uh, or meditation spaces, or practice spaces, yoga practice spaces, in in our our where we live. But to make an, a, a nice, clean space that 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 means something to you about about that which is uh, the mystery, that which is sacred, that which is most meaningful, and and in that in that space create yeah that that, that uh, have create a space that allows you to relax um and to open up to that which is most meaningful
0: because then we are again back in this ritualistic approach mm-hmm. the way we pre- prepare us the way we create also physical space means something and our Although uh, postmodern people tend to be kind of skeptical about that, in, in many ways uh, we do that all the time anyway. Because when you invite uh, people for a party or for dinner, uh, you usually you, you do take care of the space. You, you, you do right. create uh, your dinner environment, uh, your party environment. You maybe clean up more than usually. If you look carefully, this is a ritualistic approach because you also could say, "You, you just basically, uh, this is how I live. Please come." But you make a, a special effort in honor to honor a, a relationship with the people that you are inviting,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, that uh, we, we, we. I mean, you can do that because you uh, you don't want want to be disregarded as being careless. Uh, but you also maybe uh, uh, want to do that because you really want to do that, not because you want to see in a certain way. And when we go with the second that you really basically want to create a space for your friends and people that you love. I think there is an understanding of what ritualistic approach that uh, there is a space. It's uh, a party, a dinner. Uh, uh, you started somehow, it has a certain sequence, it has a certain ending, it has a certain uh, flair that is the space, there's a before the party and after the party and this party, party space. There is an understanding of uh, that rituals mean something for us as humans and that sacred rituals are, are, are rituals where in one way or the other, uh, we are inviting uh the sacred dimension of reality or even inviting our capacity to be open to that. And in that to do this and to do this together again, I find this a form of sacred activism.
1: Mm. Yeah. And to, to, uh, to be open to the sacredness of life, to be, uh, align oneself with, with, with that, which is, uh, To invite in to create a space that it, that that invites is saying it is inviting in one's deepest relationship to to life or to the mystery that that life is fundamentally and and to honor that I mean as you're saying we do that in 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 very uh, what secular contexts we we. We do make ourselves, make our homes more beautiful or what, our spaces more beautiful when we have guests. And, and here we're, you're inviting in the ultimate guest, that which is uh, the, the, the life force, that which is, that, that gives us all life. And from that space we meet online for, for as long as you are inspired the event goes for 24 hours, but there's no need to stay for the, the entire time, although that is a fantastic experience. We do it every year. Um, and choose what you would like to participate in and, and be there for it.
0: So if people do want to participate, it's maybe also good to say when this will happen. Mm. and Maybe also how people can join how they can sign up?
1: Sure. So it this is the first weekend in December, which is December third and fourth. It begins uh, on the th- on the third and goes for twenty four hours and ends on the fourth. In uh, in Central Europe, it starts at three o'clock Central Europe time. In uh, in um, the East Coast of the U.S., it starts at nine a.m on Saturday morning, December 3rd. And if you want to sign up, you go to evolve-world.org slash OWBW, One World Bearing Witness. And that's what we're hoping to create. And we would love to have all of your listeners join us in creating one world, bearing witness to to these prayers and to all of our prayers for wholeness, healing, and life.
0: Elizabeth, thank you.
1: Thanks, Thomas.
0: And I hope to see you all there in one world, bearing witness. Thank you, everyone.